Hello, 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 hello. Welcome back to what this is the oh this is the first podcast of the week. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to Life in the Raw with Troy and Danny. I'm Troy. I am. That means I'm Danny. How are you, sweetheart? I am just uh, so tired. I'm I'm good. Uh, this week was kind of wonky. Um. Mm. With, you know, just plans and being busy. And adulting. Ew. Whoever likes doing that. Mm. But yes, with adulting. I hate it. Um, I, uh, zero out of ten. Would not recommend any part of adulting. Um, yeah. Um, I had to work today. But it's weird. It's always weird having two days off and then... Going back. going back to work. Why? Because I I feel out of rhythm. Like my body doesn't know what to do with itself. Right. Um. And then, like next week is crazy because, you know I'm, I'm off. Majority of all but two days next right. week. Um. That's you know. Fuck you for that. <laughs> oh, this is payback from you going on a cruise for twenty days. I don't want to hear you. Um, I was not on a cruise for 20 <laughs> days, thank you. It was like two You were and a half gone weeks. from me. I was gone from you for a hot minute, yes. So. For some so R&R. 21 days. <laughs> sure. I'm going to let you have it. Sure. <laughs> long enough. You were gone long enough. Right. Much deserved, though. Like, you did deserve that trip. But, um, yeah. 10 out of 10 would recommend. <laughs> Um, this week, uh, or this podcast, we're going to start out with some of the cards that you got us. Ooh. Um, and kind of open the door, um, for a good, interestingly deep conversation. Um, so yeah. Also, shout out to people who are listening to the podcast. We really did not anticipate um, how many people are listening, which is fantastic. But um, we appreciate your time doing those things and listening. Um, Because, like we said, it's kind of just therapy and about life and what what we've experienced and gone through. And for you guys to listen and be interested, that's awesome it's really it's really it's surreal honestly right like it's amazing it's great up until now i thought my life was boring (laughs) right and to actually have like people listening in yeah even if it is just like friends and family of ours it's still like you guys are willing to listen to me talk even more than you already listened to me talk like that's crazy thank you yes it's uh we really appreciate it by the way, I saw, I was scrolling through TikTok, mm-hmm. and I saw, you and TikTok. right, I was, I saw the company, is it, is it called, The Skin Deep, so I saw their TikTok, and mm-hmm. it was, they had friends doing this one, mm-hmm. and there's one question in there mm-hmm. that I read that I know it's in there that we have not read yet, mm-hmm. and I'm just sitting there like, ooh, mm. So who's going to ask first? 
you want me to pick? Yep. So I'm asking you this mm -hmm. question. Oh, this is a nice one to start <laughs> off with. <coughs> um, how do you hope our relationship will change in the next 10 years? Mm. Hold on, I'm getting a disco ball here. I genuinely hope it doesn't change. Like, our dynamic is so unique in itself. <coughs> Sorry, excuse me. But, um... I hope that it continues to, like, push each other um, to do things that we're, like, passionate about, things mm -hmm. we want to do. Mm -hmm. But I genuinely hope it doesn't change, if that makes sense. Um, I just don't – I don't want our dynamic to change. I do understand that at some point I might have to, air quote, give you away. <laughs> um, but um, I just – really hope our dynamic doesn't change. Right. Well, I just hope we continue to move into our purpose. <laughs> see what I did there? You see what I did there yes, from last week? Yes, we did tie in last week with um, No, I, I honestly, I truly hope that whatever our purposes are separate and together, mm -hmm. I hope we truly grow into that. Yeah. I hope we continue to grow, continue to evolve, mm -hmm. um, and continue to, you know, be a strong duo. Yeah. Like I said, our dan I d wow. Words. Our dynamic is quite unique in itself. Right. So. Right. I, I think would it'll really not want it to change. Right. I hope. Yeah. <coughs> that's what I would say. Keep, keep going. Okay. Oh, that makes sense. <laughs> I don't like being on the receiving end. Okay. <laughs> 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 right about that anyway um how would you rate your life and what could you do to improve it oh <laughs> i don't like that one that's shady mm -hmm. how would i rate my life mm -hmm. like on a scale of one to ten i do it doesn't really give a scale but yes you could well, since we're nurses, I know the scale of one to ten, <laughs> or or smiley faces. So that's facts. <laughs> that's the, you uh -huh. get one or the other. Yeah. Um, oh gosh, I think here's what I would say. I think anybody who answers a ten would be lying because your life isn't always where you want it to be. Right. And if it is, you might as well just be dead because like <laughs> you've done it all you've already. Done it all already. Um, mm -hmm. But with that being said, I do think that as long as you have air in your lungs, you shouldn't go anything lower than a five. So I would true. say okay. I'm probably a solid like eight, okay. eight and a half. Uh huh. What could you do to improve it? Go to therapy. <laughs> <laughs> we're in therapy right um, now i think i think honestly there's work to be done and there's work to improve yeah um like to improve on it mm -hmm. but i i don't think there's anything that i can do right now I think right now I'm called to just slow down. Okay. And enjoy 
what it is mm-hmm. out of eight, eight and a half. <laughs> yes. Okay. And then once I, because I, I was always this firm believer that God will not, God doesn't continue to bless those who aren't taking care of their blessings. And okay. God has blessed me continuously. Mm-hmm. And up to this point, I'm, I feel like I'm in that stage where I am supposed to be taking care of my blessings that he has before he continues to bless me. Okay. So right now, you know, I, I have the car. I need to make sure that my car is all good. I need to make sure the house is all good. Mm-hmm. I got to make sure what I have now, my relationships are where I want them to be. Mm-hmm. Like I got to make sure I'm being a good shepherd for what I have before mm-hmm. I have more. Okay. So. Okay. So, yeah. I would rate mine at a seven. We'll go with the seven. Yeah. Um, because I am completely blessed to be alive and existing, and um, being a mom and having a career and stuff. Like I am blessed in that. Um, and I. Uh, we are improving every day, with what we are learning and what you're teaching me (laughs) so I feel like I feel like I continue to improve all the time and we're just gonna keep it moving forward Mm -hmm. I think that's all you can do just keep swimming (laughs) just keep swimming just keep swimming copyright (laughs) (laughs) it is your turn is it yes I just read a card Oh. How how you thought. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Oh, no. (coughs) In five words, describe how you think others perceive you. Why right now? I don't know. There's a moth. It's a moth. <laughs> flying around. <laughs> and we're both here just swatting at it. Anyway, um, back to the to the question at hand. In five words. In five words. How? Describe how you think others perceive you. Hmm. That's a good question. That is a good question. Um... Does that count as a word? No. <laughs> you tried it. Um. I know that isn't word two. You're still <laughs> on word one. How do you think others perceive you? You have an answer. I don't, it's, though. I feel like it's at the tip of your tongue. You're just not wanting to say it. Is it five descriptive words? Or in f- it says in five words. In five words. <laughs> in five words. Mm. Describe how you think others perceive you. So it's in five words. Mm-hmm. Describe how you think mm-hmm. others. I guess I got that. Um, compassionate. Um, loving. Um, pushover. <laughs> Uh, workaholic 
and unconditional. Ooh. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, ooh, this is hard. I told Five you. Words, you should have been thinking about yours when I was talking. I know loud is one of them. <laughs> um, contrary to the first episode's belief, <laughs> I am very loud. Um, so loud. Mm-hmm. Um, compassionate. I'm only saying this because I've heard people say it, but I don't like it. Funny. Okay. I don't think I'm that funny. I laugh at you all the time, so. (laughs) 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 Um, five words. Um, You need two more. I need two more of how, what other people perceive me. I think they perceive me (laughs) as difficult. I do think people s- people see me as difficult, but he's not really difficult. I'm not difficult. <laughs> I'm just stubborn, and I know what I want when so I want it. So is that your last word? <laughs> sure. Stubborn. Because I have been called stubborn <laughs> quite a few times, but I just know what I want. Nothing's wrong yeah. with that. Oh yeah, nothing. Nothing's wrong with just knowing what you want, when you want it, and how you want it done. Oh, I think I have a word for that. What is perfectionist? That? I, you know, <laughs> if that's the case, then that is me. Oh, I don't like it. Your this face. is going to be a hard no question, and only because it's tied to a trauma. Oh, okay? God. But I am going to read the question. Okay. What's a memory from your childhood you most want to forget? <laughs> so um, when we um <coughs> cover the trauma episodes we will address this question but for now for now we're we're going no. to put no, put that one here mm-hmm. and what i actually no i want to <coughs> we're going to put these cards in a secret space and when we get to trauma episodes we'll pull those out yeah but that's a that's it's a hard no a right hard now. Hard no right now. Yeah. So uh, we will try again because <laughs> that's just that's that was a that was a toxic question. That, that was uh, I'm not ready. Okay. Which is okay. It's okay. okay to say no. So <laughs> yes, it's okay to say no. It it very much is okay. Anyway, go ahead. All right. What do you think I want most from life? What do I think you want most from mm-hmm. life? Well, oh, I see. I had this <laughs> thought. Uh-huh. I had this thought that mm-hmm. I felt like I know your biggest thing 
I don't know if this is if I can say it. Why? I I don't know if it, it'll be triggering or. Um, I'm I'm give give me a second. I'm gonna mouth something to you, okay. and I want you to tell me if it's okay. 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 Is that okay? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. It's so fine. I f- I kind of feel like you've you've kind of got what you wanted most by living longer than your birth mom. I'm honestly right at that year. Right. Mm-hmm. S- but I think what you want most is to not miss out on those moments that she unfortunately missed out on with that's true. your son. I mm-hmm. think that's what you want most out of it. Right. Is to be able to enjoy that long life with him mm-hmm. and be able to to kind of be there. Yeah. And not miss those little moments. Yeah. That is I mean that's true. What I want most out of life is as much time as possible. Right. Being the best mom I can be to KJ. Because nursing can fade away. I could decide to change careers. That won't change anything. Um, but it's. <laughs> that is facts. <laughs> um, but, you know, I would yeah. I would pick being a good mom over, over being a nurse. Yeah. All the time. Anytime, yeah. Um, By the way. So, side note. I got my wisdom teeth taken out yesterday and all day today mm-hmm. Chloe is that you every time I came up my room Chloe <laughs> is that you yeah are you okay <laughs> okay day give me a hug <laughs> <laughs> give him a hug he goes it's okay are you feeling better oh yeah <laughs> he is such a sweetheart every time every time up. I cook mm-hmm. something are you eating That's does it, it hurt are you okay? <laughs> He's such a sweetheart. He can't help it. He, he really like genuinely can't. Like cares. it's it's yeah. it's it's mm-hmm. deep. Like even yesterday when I just wanted to be in the same room as someone else. Yeah. And I came into your room, <laughs> and he he just comes up and he cuddles. He yeah. cuddles me and he goes, "It's okay." He <laughs> <laughs> just rubs and pets my face. <laughs> Yeah. He's literally he was like, you lay now, there. I'm going to lay up here on the pillows. Right. And I'm going to play a game. <laughs> now, if it was anybody else, I would have snapped. <laughs> but because it was him, no, nah, I wouldn't have snapped if it was my nieces. I would have actually yeah, that's that true. too. Yeah. But if it was not a child, I would have been pissed. Get off. Because, <laughs> of course, he was rubbing the side of your face. That hurts. That hurts. <laughs> but he was being very gentle. Like, uh-huh. he knew. Yeah, But it was, did, anyway, yeah. I just, that mm-hmm. was a thought today. I had to yes. share that. But, but yes. Um, what would I? Th- what do I think you want the most out of life? What? Oh, nothing. Okay. What do you think I want most out of life? What okay. do I think you want most yeah. out of life? Oh God. Um. I think it kind of goes back to what you said a little bit ago. Uh, with your eight point five, <laughs> just being able to live it, and like appreciate what's going on and like what you get to do also yeah. the most out of life is how many times in a year we can make it to disney um <laughs> um 
Yeah. But I think I, it's really just taking care of what you are looking forward to most right. in life and and I have to that. I have to agree with what you said. Um so for me I was always raised to not be scared of death. Mm-hmm. I don't think I'm scared of death, <coughs> but every time I think about death, mm-hmm. I get very anxious. Yeah. And my first thought is, what legacy am I leaving behind? Oh my gosh. Like, what am I leaving behind? What? Are, uh, literally. So it's just like, I just literally. don't, every time I think about death, it's not necessarily, oh, usually when people do, it's like, oh, I don't want to die. I don't, I don't, I'm okay to die, mm-hmm. but what am I leaving behind? Right. You know, mm-hmm. not, and not just like a leg, a personal legacy, but like another thing is that pops into my head is like, what am I leaving behind? Did I do God's work? Mm. Literally, that's all. Like, yeah. like, I'm okay to die. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I'm. This is this is a big one. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I'm gonna cry for it. <laughs> I don't want to say that I, I, let me preface this. The only person who knows is God himself. He's the only person who could judge me or my transgressions or my life. But I can say that if he so chooses to send me to hell, mm-hmm. my only question would be, well, did I at least just save one life? Right. That's all okay. I want to know. You you can if I didn't send if I didn't save as many as you wanted me to save if I didn't do the if work I that you too many if times I if I you. if anything is mm-hmm. wrong that I that you feel I'm not worthy that's fine mm-hmm. but did I at least save one like that's that's all that I care right, about right okay because I just want to save one right <laughs> like as long as I saved one that's mm-hmm. fine I feel like I accomplished a personal goal should I save more yes obviously but like. Mm-hmm. One soul is 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 plenty to me, because that one soul can touch more souls, who could then touch more souls, who right. could then touch more souls. So, yeah, that's where I'm at. Oh, yeah, that's. That's that's a lot, right? Yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot. There's a lot to unpack. All right, this is gonna be the last one, and then we're gonna. <gasps> Move on. Wait, isn't it my turn to pick? No. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's right. Okay. Well, I just picked. Well, it was the last one. I don't even know who that is. Oh, gosh. I keep tapping the mic. My bad. (laughs) It's the complicated one. <laughs> be honest with this one. Oh no. <laughs> I want you to be completely honest. Uh-huh. When was the last time I disappointed you and how do you feel about it now? Oh. You've Sorry, n- our dogs are barking. Yeah. Um You've never disappointed me. Now I know. No, really, you've never disappointed me. You never We've had our like tiffs. We haven't I wouldn't even call them legitimate, like, I think we've had one, maybe two, like, fights in the three plus years we've been friends. So, you 
you've never disappointed me. Really, ever. I wouldn't... There's not a time I can think of that I would say that you disappointed me. I kind of feel like disappointment is a big word. <coughs> yes. Like, I feel like that disappointment, like, that's... That's a really, really big word. There's times that you made me, like, sad or angry or pissed off or whatever. Yeah. I don't think disappointment was ever one of them. Yeah, that's never an emotion I've felt um, regarding you. Disappointed? Ooh. That's like to not approve something, right? What, let me let me Google <laughs> the definition of disappointed real quick. Disappointed. What's it like to be let down? To be in. Whoa, Merriam-Webster's defeated in expectation or hope. Yeah, to let someone down. Yeah. <laughs> nah, I don't think you've ever done that. I never made you lose hope. No, because hope is being sure of what we wait. No, that's hope faith. is being faith is being sure of what we hope for and certain of what we do. Whoa! I got it tattooed on me, <laughs> and I forgot it. <laughs> now faith is being sure. Sorry, now faith is being certain of what we... <laughs> wow. Why am I brain farting? I felt so sure about what he said. No. Now faith is being sure of what we do... No. Now <laughs> fa- <laughs> I'm reading, reading it on my arm. arm. <laughs> this is how you know I feel like this is the wisdom too. Okay. Last time, and I'm getting it correctly. Now faith is being sure... Of what <laughs> we hope for and certain of what we do not see. Hebrews 11 and 1. <laughs> wow, that was a lot. Um, oh, long but to be story fair, short, you're reading it upside down. That is, that is true. <laughs> now, with that being said, I don't think I have ever lost faith in you. I don't think I've ever lost any type of hope in you. Therefore, I don't think I ever can be disappointed in you. Yeah, I've never... Never that. that was a lot. <laughs> that was that. Was that our last one? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. That was <laughs> a hot mess. That was that was honestly a hot mess. Like <laughs> I, I don't know what happened there. <laughs> I blame the wisdom teeth, but you know, I can only blame something so much. <laughs> being said are you stalling a little not a lot but a little i know um it's it's a it's a, i mean it's a it's a lot it's a tough topic <laughs> and i know because you said you wanted to talk about it you're ready yeah sorry for keep moving i'm moving the cards out of our way um, um i recommend anyone to get that card set though it's right. definitely it's meant really for nice. a, like a partner like you and your partner now yeah so so these I hate giving like shout outs, but I use them. So, and I 
Yeah. Highly, highly agree with them. Give me one second. Keep talking. <laughs> keep talking. I'm already stalling. Do you want me to keep talking? Um. Okay, so I got them off of Amazon. Mm-hmm. And they are called... I just search the and cards, or you could just search the skin deep. And these have, they have different kinds. They have a couple's edition, one that's just dating, long-term couple's edition, friends, strangers, self-love. That might be one that we should get. That's, yeah. This is one that I don't. Seeing these cards, this next one, I'd be prepared. I don't Mm -hmm. think everybody should get Family edition. Man down. <laughs> Healing edition. Okay. Amusing uh-huh. edition. Mm-hmm. Ooh, they have one on racism. Interesting. And then co-workers edition. Interesting. So they have all of these. Mm-hmm. and it's By the same company? It's all by the same company. And mm-hmm. they're about $30 a pack. But there's uh, like over about 200 cards in each mm-hmm. pack. Um, I've highly recommend. It's a great conversation starter. I've seen some like um, like influencers use them. Mm-hmm. They use them mostly with their partner, like relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, well, they use them for whatever relationship is they're talking to. Yeah. Because I've seen them when I've seen them being used. I've always seen them being used by the friends, and then I did see someone use the strangers with an actual mm-hmm. stranger. And uh, but it's meant for like you to be open and obviously if you can't tell by now very vulnerable <laughs> right when you answer them um so yeah but i do recommend them um <coughs> today i'm gonna talk about Oof. my current situation yeah um no you told me before you left mm-hmm. that you wanted to talk about it. Yeah. And because you mentioned it, I mean, I think you're ready. Mm-hmm. So all I could do is really just sit here and support you. Um, we should have grabbed tissues. Because you will cry. I probably will, but it'll be okay. But also, um, before we start, I want to know, I want to just start off. Mm-hmm. You're strong. <laughs> you can do it. <laughs> and hard no's are okay. I know. No is a complete sentence. All right. There you go. <laughs> no is a complete sentence. Um, <coughs> but we're going to talk about, or I'm going to talk about, um, and of course, you've witnessed a good I've few years of this. A few years. But, so. I've, but I'm also very, I'm an empath, so like I can feel a lot. I'm yeah. also very intuitive. I'm a Scorpio, so yeah. I can read a room real good. I know. And there's stuff that I I could tell, <coughs> like, day one that she was like, what? I didn't even see that. And I'm like, girl, I know. Yeah. <laughs> um, so my partner and I, if those that don't know or those that follow my Facebook um, or are friends with me on Facebook have seen it, but as of February... 18th my current partner and I are separated and getting a divorce um that's if I'm completely honest it's been a long time coming um 
And I say that because quite a few events have kind of set the tone of what was to come. Mm -hmm. And (laughs) as my very awesome Nana (laughs) (laughs) said to me the other day, I thought it would be you first. And she's right. Um, This separation isn't the first one we've had. And, um, yeah, so. I can say that I do think, (laughs) even though this isn't the first one, Mm -hmm. I have a feeling it is. Oh, yeah, it it is definitely the last one. Um, My heart can only tolerate but so much to forgive and forget, and I can't do it anymore. Um, Now, when I met you, was that in the first one? It was. That yeah. was the first time, right? Yep. We became best friends after I was, after he told me that he didn't want to separate anymore. Wait, is this is this does this mean we could tell them how we? Oh yeah, we're. Oh yeah. okay. Okay. So I'm gonna, I guess, give a little backstory. So Ken. <coughs> <coughs> so um, yeah, uh, my partner and I. <laughs> Have um, been together almost nine years, July 1st. And um, <laughs> uh, it's, uh, we've been together almost nine years and married for, before he asked for the separation, was almost eight years. Um, yes. Whoops. Um, but yeah, we've been together that long we met online actually um i was technically seeing somebody else and but he messaged me every day for like three months and i never i didn't answer him because i was seeing somebody else mm-hmm. and when that other person refused to define what we were if we were dating or together or whatever um i decided to you know well then i don't want to be in this whatever this is with you because especially when you have someone actively like like pursuing me pursuing you but at that time i really thought i was ready to kind of settle down and that's what i was looking for Mm -hmm. and that person that i was you know seeing at the time just wasn't Mm -hmm. which is understandable at the time i was 20 I think. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be 29 next week. And then we will be together no, nine I'm years. Trying to th- I'm uh-huh. trying to think of the person who was before. Was that the one? <laughs> um, no. Because that lasted for all of like. Oh, okay. 30 seconds. Okay. When that conversation couldn't go past anything intelligent. <laughs> nah. Okay. Just double checking. Um, but, uh, so, you know, we, I stopped seeing that guy and I messaged Ken back. <laughs> and, um, <clears throat> yeah, so, um, <laughs> 
he pursued me pretty hard for like the first few weeks if you will like i looking back now it totally was love bombing me he was and i was so like smitten with it that i missed every red flag made available to me um which was a problem um especially going from like someone who did not want to define what you were right to, to someone who yeah literally love he was you. you know buying me flowers and buying me coffee and staying at my job for hours and he would sit in the back booth and you know buy food so my manager wouldn't tell him to leave and he would tip the servers and um you know he would do all of these things for me and um then eventually he moved himself in to my apartment and when I say that, I mean, like, he would just randomly bring his stuff off the ship and bring them and leave them in my apartment. Mm-hmm. Um, and eventually I was, you know, getting up at four in the morning to take him to work and coming home because mm-hmm. he didn't have a car. And um, then I was sleeping for a little bit and then taking myself to work. And then when I would get off, I would go get him. Or he would he would somehow find a way to my job like taxis or (coughs) friends that would just bring him to my job Um, but that first apartment together we were it was like it was happy we had a few fights and then it turned to like ultimatums you know me you know me I don't like them I never have you're not going to tell me to choose. Right. Um, that's not, uh-uh. So, um, but he would give me ultimatums, and eventually it cost me several friendships. Um, and at the time I thought, and I was young, but at the time I thought, oh, well, he must be looking out for me because he's getting rid of all these, air quote, bad people in my life. Do you think if I was there back then, do you think I would have been one of them? No. No. Um, Because you you pour into our life, you don't take away. Gotcha. And these people, so these people were they were they did need to save. I would say there was a few that did, but I lost some like genuine friendships because Because of the situation. Um, so yeah, like, like he could take us away. <laughs> not like he would leave anyway. Um, I'll be sitting outside the window, like, <laughs> bitch, where you thought I was going? Um, I'm outside. So that was, you know, we in that apartment, I learned multiple times over um, that my partner had a problem and he could not stop talking to other people um Mm -hmm. the toxicity was just it was boiling in like it was it was it was boiling in um what was what was your what was your mindset back then with 
Um, <laughs> if you ask my parents, blind. But did you did you truly not see any of that? Oh, I saw all of it. And you just. I chose to ignore it because all of the love bombing and the. So it was like you would see a message, and then it's the love bombing. So you're like, that after oh, it this was like, like, oh well, he didn't mean it. He didn't mean it. He didn't mean mm-hmm. what he said to him. Okay. Right. Um, I did catch him a few times, um, or not catch him, but like see on his iPad how he was, um, video chatting mm-hmm. other women. Mm-hmm. Um, how he was, um, just and and just to be clear for the listeners. Female friends are okay with you? If they are up front. Okay. Not them as in the female itself, but him. Right. Um, If he had told me, because he had female friends in the right. Navy, and that wasn't a big deal to me. Right. Um, but it's the... It's the hiding of right. actions and right. stuff. Right. If, if you feel like you need to hide it, that means you either A, said something inappropriate, or B, she said something inappropriate. That then crosses the line of just being friends. Gotcha. Um, if when he did have female friends, they did respect our marriage, mm-hmm. our relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, so to me, it wasn't that big of a deal because they were, you know, right. they, tr- they yeah, they were respectful, okay. and they like sought out to know me. Um, when I would visit him on the ship, he would. Like, they would come and sit with me and hang out and stuff. So it wasn't like a... I was aware of them. They were aware of me. They respected boundaries. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, any female friend or not who messages you and it's not an emergency, after, like, 10, 30, 11, uh, they should know that you're asleep with your wife. There shouldn't be a... There shouldn't be phone calls and stuff unless it's an emergency, you know? Right. Um, but that's just really suspicious behavior. Like, you mm-hmm. shouldn't be mm-hmm. making phone calls and texting that late mm-hmm. if you're genuine friends, you know? Especially because that's family time. Now, like I said, if it's an emergency, it wouldn't have been, it's not that big of a deal. Mm-hmm. Um, because there has been a few, like, female friends who needed help. Um, hey, can you pick me up from this place? I don't feel safe. I bet. We're coming. So. Keyword we. Yeah, like, no big deal. Um, but, you know, between all the love bombing, I missed the red flags. And, you know who warned me first? Peyton. My mom. My mom did. And I... I believe it. You know, now that I'm looking back, it'll be one of them too. I, um, I, first of all... They didn't meet Ken in the greatest of ways. Um. <laughs> they know already. We are horrible. They know already. Um. Anyway. Um. They didn't meet him in the greatest of ways. Yes. And. Why? Why is that? Why didn't they meet them in the greatest <laughs> of ways? Uh, oh wait, no. This isn't the one. I, this isn't the story that I thought it was. Go ahead. He was. I brought him to my parents' house, and we were just supposed to hang out for a little bit. And then I told him, I told him that he needed to go home, and he thought, or go back to the ship, and he thought he was gonna get him some. 
but I wasn't that kind of girl. She was not. And um, she was not that kind of girl. And um, he hung around my parents' place somehow, thinking that he was going to get some. And my dad came down. I excuse me. I messaged my parents in the middle of the night, letting them know that someone was there with me. Mm-hmm. And um, my dad came down in his PT uniform, ready to leave for work, and turned on Drill Sergeant Dad and introduced himself um, to him. And then um, I don't think my mom had had a chance to look at her phone because she came down in a fuzzy robe and a messy bun on top of her head holding the cup of coffee that my dad had made her before he left for work because that was their thing. Did he not tell her? I don't think... I Well, because I, I messaged both of them. I don't think he... I mean, I think he did know because she wasn't far behind him. Oh, okay. Um, when I tell you my mom was livid, I fam, yeah. I thought... I thought I was going to be quartered. For sure. Um, but... They didn't necessarily meet him in the best way, and uh, that's on me. Um, But uh, it kind of went from there. Like, any time he was over, he would just kind of hang on me. When we sit on the couch, unless he was falling asleep, he was, like, right next to me. Touching me, arm around me, like he was protecting me from something. Mm -hmm. Like he was guarding me. And my mom was like, you know, you don't have to protect her. She's with us. Like, this is her family. Like, you don't have to do that. Can you get off of her? Can you let her breathe? She's not going anywhere. Like, what, you know, Mm -hmm. back away from her. And for a long time, he didn't. Like, he just kept doing it. And it, it made my mom uncomfortable. And then... There was one day she asked me, um, are you okay? Like, do you feel safe? And I was like, huh? She's like, do you feel safe? You know, the way he's holding on to you and the way he's, like, guarding you, you know, do you feel safe at home? Because she was like, he's not acting like someone who just, you know, enjoys being around you. Like, he's acting like he's... He's trying to keep you from telling us something or, like, trying to keep you from, you know, telling us what's going on. And I was like, at the time, Mom, I'm fine. Nothing is going on. It's fine. But in true, as my mom at that time, you know, like, pretty much asking if he was abusing me Mm -hmm. without asking me that Mm -hmm. and in some ways not that I would ever classify him as that but some of his behaviors were as such I I can't say this the way that you've explained the behavior now I've I've been around him for the past three years Mm -hmm. and when I tell you this person is just the most gentle person 
ever. Right. Like, I, I don't mm-hmm. ever see him being aggressive mm-hmm. whatsoever. Yeah. Um, I can say that the signs that you were telling in the first place, like when we mm-hmm. first had a conversation about all that, mm-hmm. were signs of what we learned as nurses to look out for mm-hmm. when talking to our patients. Yeah. If we're talking to a patient and their family member or significant other is acting that way, right. we would it's have to... It's instantly a red flag. It's a, it's a red flag. We have to intervene and remove them. them. Right. That's exactly what was happening, in which I now know is narcissism. Um, he was removing people from right. my life that didn't fit his agenda right what he was looking for who were taking up too much of my attention um Ooh, he I was he um was love bombing me you know he was yeah. trying to make me blind as to yeah what he was really doing you know right oh the gaslighting you've witnessed that it it's probably like if he were a Pokemon, that would be his power. It's the gaslighting. <laughs> I mean that. Um, but, you know, like he, that that's what he was doing. So that's the beginning of our relationship. Um, I can't say in the almost nine years that we would have been together, there hasn't been a single month that I didn't find something inappropriate. No, there was the year. But I think with that year, you made the conscious decision. It's because I wasn't looking. But his behavior didn't change. But the behavior didn't change. So I can't really say that that's true Mm -hmm. because I just didn't look because I was tired of dealing with it. Mm -hmm. I was tired of reliving those same feelings every time I found something. Mm -hmm. So I just didn't look. And that led to a situation we'll get to in a minute. Okay. Um, but uh, while Ken was in, while he was in the service, we moved from Norfolk to Northern Virginia. Mm-hmm. And pretty much our first two months in the house in Northern Virginia, it was toxic. I'm not going to tell your trauma, but we did talk about this the other day um, in the one of the first two episodes of um, when you started to better yourself, it red flagged that other person into mm-hmm. changing mm-hmm. what they really wanted mm-hmm. and if they were going to be supportive or not. Mm-hmm. Um, I told him that I wanted to go to nursing school. That's what I wanted. I wanted a career. Mm-hmm. Um, I had just right before or right when I found out I was pregnant with KJ had gotten my um, gotten a degree in vet assisting mm-hmm. and I couldn't um, couldn't use it because I found out I was pregnant because um, you can't necessarily restrain animals <laughs> and do those things when you're pregnant right so um, I was like alright well KJ's almost I think he was right at a year old and I was like I want to go to nursing school I went to orientation at the college that we met at and um, when did you, you did it in November right yeah 
You were in the one. You were in the same one as me. You were in the back. We just didn't know each other yet. Um. Oh my god. But um. I do because I remember. <laughs> I do because I remember who I sat next to, and I did it on purpose to figure out what <laughs> what their story was. Mhm. And then we know his story. Oh. Yes. Yeah. Sir plastic surgery. Sir plastic surgery. Um, <laughs> nah, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I but I did. I told him I wanted to go to nursing school. I mm-hmm. applied. I did the orientation. Got got accepted, if you will. And um, January December. comes by, and that's when we're supposed to start. Yeah. And two weeks before we start nursing school oh, so this is the beginning okay yeah two weeks before nursing school he um i'm in the bathroom mm-hmm. and i don't know what i was getting ready to do or if i was even getting ready for anything at all i think i was about to shower or something and i'm in the bathroom and he oh no i i had just gotten out of the shower and he had been acting funny mm-hmm. like pretty much that whole week and when I finally asked him like what was going on he he blurted out he wasn't sure if he still loved me and for me I take I love you very seriously yes and um for you to be unsure I can't be with that. Like, I can't be a part of that. So, I literally, I called my mom. My mom flew up here. Sorry. In Northern Virginia. Um, I packed a few things. And I cried pretty much all the way back down to her house. We were there for like a a few days and I feel really like if I could have changed anything this night is the night I would change you wouldn't have went back I shouldn't have it was my youngest sister's birthday and we had plans and we're supposed to be celebrating her and I got an alert on my phone of someone at my door now, mind you, I'm two hours south of the house I was staying in in, in Northern Virginia. And I got an alert on my phone and watched on video a random woman walking into my home. I want to pause the story right here. And I just want to go ahead. And every time Danny tells a story, I always make a point to say this. God works in mysterious ways. Because if we were friends during that point in time, one of us was gonna need bail you money. You got, you you <laughs> texted me and said there's a random woman <laughs> walking in my house. Uh-huh. Um, no one is home except for my then husband. Girl, when I tell you one of us is going to jail, and honestly, I don't know which one. 
because uh-huh. to be completely honest, it's between you, me, and your mama. And I'm not sure which one. God works in mysterious <laughs> ways because he knows yeah. how I feel about that. Right. I would have went, ooh, girl. So this situation was obviously very, um, really horrible. One, it was horrible to watch um, right. because if I'm completely honest with you, I was acting a fool in front of my parents when I finally made it back to their house after my mom picked me up. I was screaming and crying, sitting on my mom's garage floor, losing my mind about how my spouse didn't know if they still loved me. I was devastated. And then, a few days later, a few days, we're not talking months, we're not talking years, we're talking a few days later. To watch a random woman I've never seen, met, heard of before parking in my driveway, walking into my house. A safe space, or a supposed safe space for me and my son. And a random woman I've never met before was in my home. My, my youngest sister, on her birthday watched my son for me while my mother and I flew back to Northern Virginia rolled up I think one one or two in the morning banging on my front door trying to get into my home I'm laughing but it's not funny I mean it's funny now because it's really dumb um but uh, I <laughs> I hear two sets of footsteps coming from the far left mm. side of my house, mm. which is where all the bedrooms are. Mm. And they walk until they are at the top of the stairs, which is right in front of my front door. We mm. had a split foyer, so a set up, a set of stairs up, and a set of stairs down. Mm-hmm. And I hear mm. a female say. Who is it? Who's doing that? And my partner. Um, <clears throat> oh shit, it's my wife. Damn! As he sees me on our doorbell cam banging on our front door. It took him like 15 minutes. You can ask my mom. 15 minutes to open the door. And when he did, he unlocked it and took off running back up the stairs down into the bedroom and he locked himself in the bedroom and left this woman standing in the hallway at the top of the first set of steps <sighs> mm-hmm. now when I tell you the audacity of the woman he brought into my home she had bigger balls than him and I mean that mm. because she was like who are you Ooh. first of all you're in my house who are you she was like, well, he invited me here. Huh. But, I, you know, if you're asking who I am, you know, she was like, well, who are you? And I said, I'm his wife. And when I tell you I could only see the arm of this girl, I mean that. She was hiding behind the yeah. wall. You know how I have this. Like you were, you were still. I was I, still on the, on on the, the base foyer. landing. Yeah. Okay. okay. Um, at the front door. And then 
It's still the, hiding. The the stairs mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. there's the wall for the hallway on the left. Right. She was standing there. But there. She could only see her yeah, arm. I could only see her arm. Mm-hmm. I would have shot her. Never and mind. Oh my god. Allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't trying to get me caught up. So, you know, I I tell her who I am and I tell her that I, she needs to leave. Yeah. Right. And she tells me, I'm not leaving until he tells me to. Ooh. I said, you can either leave right now, I can drag you out of my house, or I can call the cops and they can remove you. We all know you would have done it anyway. I'm kidding. You're from the streets. You would have done it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, and at that time, I was so angry. Mm-hmm. And my, my thing was, is I wasn't necessarily angry at her at first because right. she didn't know about me until he said, oh, shit, that's my wife. Right. So I, I can't really be because we had just moved there in November. Right. So we didn't have pictures up like our our son's toys were around. But that doesn't mean anything. You know, you know, he could be a single dad with the toy, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like that it wasn't necessarily a oh, he's married type situation. Right. But, you know, like if I'm telling you I'm his wife and I live there, you should not be asking me who I am and telling me that you're not leaving till he tells you to. Because that man decided to go hide in the bedroom and leave you out here to face me. So clearly, mm. uh, that ain't it. So, um, and my mom at this point steps in. That's right? my question. Hold on. Mm-hmm. What was mom doing this Hold whole on. time? Because I, I getting, feel I'm like you was talking to her I was. while holding her back. <laughs> like, in my head, I see you at the bottom of the steps. Mm-hmm. With your arms out, Hold preventing back my mom, mom no. from going up there. No, because my mom brought a friend. Oh, you see? see, so, so mom was it? So yeah, my mom goes. She asked you to leave, and she comes out from the hallway, right? You saw her. Yeah. Uh huh. Like you saw her. Yeah. All right. I'm still watching. Oh, she wasn't kid. My thing is, is you can't Listen. you if you gonna bring somebody into my home, at least make sure they're like they're better than me. Oh my god! And honey, ain't nobody better than me. I bet you she smelled like crap. <laughs> Stop! We're not doing that. We're not doing that. Cause up until her like her <sighs> arguing with me, I didn't hold anything against her. I just wanted her out of my house, cause mm. I didn't know her. Mm-hmm. You know. But my mom goes, she asked you to leave. And she comes, like, out, right? And I, and then she goes, well, can't. Hold what on. is she wearing? It's like, I still have the video. I have <gasps> receipts, okay? I don't, actually, let me tell you this. I don't know if I have the video anymore, but I have a picture of her, like, car and license plate. Like, I, oh, okay. And I was about to say, because. I used to have the video. I don't think I do anymore because I don't have that company anymore. Right. Um, And I don't think I downloaded it. Um, I would um. I oh yeah I would have paid so money. So I was gonna say I have receipts. Would have paid money. Um, but she comes out right and she goes, "Well, can't I stay till morning? It's in the middle of the night." But what was she wearing then? She was wearing like a red T-shirt and some, like shorts. I want to say yeah, like basketball shorts type thing. Did she arrive in that? No, she was wearing jeans when she arrived. Mm-hmm. Did you recognize these basketball shorts? No, they were hers. So she came with clothes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, so she had the plans. She stay had over. full plans 
she brought terrible. food to make him dinner in my kitchen. Well, did she do that? Yep. Was it good? I don't know. It was sausages. The ones she didn't, they didn't cook, were in my fridge with onions and peppers because you know how he likes those. Mm-hmm. So. But see, the thing is, it's like that means there was like deep conversation. There was intent. Like, like to me, I'm asking all these questions to get a better picture of mm-hmm. it. But what it is sounding like is that there was intent for there to be. We're getting there. All types of things. We're happening. getting there. So. Okay. Um. Sh- my mom says again, she asked you to leave, and in that process, she takes her hoodie, right, and puts it up around. Ooh. Her friend that she had brought, you know. Mm-hmm. And she. Me. She stopped asking questions. She went and got her stuff, and she left. And she said, "Well, what am I supposed to do?" And I said, "Not." Go and I home. said, "Not my problem. Go home. Go up the street, park, and sleep. Go I don't home, care." Roger. <laughs> Just, I don't care. Get out of my house. And when. He finally came out of the room. Not even came out of the room. He just unlocked the door for me to go in. My mom sat in our dining room. Like the dining room table we had. She sat She sat there. Wow. And I went in to talk to him. And he had a hickey on his throat. Oh my god. I wonder what he was doing in the kitchen. So he told me. And I'm putting this entire thing in air quotes. Because this is what he told me Mm -hmm. you weren't here I didn't think you were coming back I was hungry okay real quick I used to live in said household and there is a McDonald's no less than five minutes out from me walking distance there's also a seven uh, we also had a full pantry full of food was the sheets there yeah Sheets, sheets there, across a food BP. lion, Subway, giant. a BP. Oh, that's what it was—a giant, not mm-hmm. a food lion. Domino's, like all Papa Domino's, John's. Papa John's, mm-hmm. Subway, like all these places. Mm-hmm. So, he, he was hungry, so he met her on kick. On kick, you can't even see people's faces on that app. You could have got catfished. And according to him, he was because she didn't look like that in the pictures. Um, according to him, the only thing they did was he put her on an air mattress in the spare room at the end of the hall <laughs> because Sorry. that was his game room at the time. Uh-huh. Um, in there, they watched movies. She was trying and he just couldn't do it. Mm. And if I'm completely honest with you, um, after that whole situation, I drove back with my mom. And it was probably from that day on, I kept my relationship problems a secret. I dealt with everything in silence yeah. because I was embarrassed right. for myself and because technically we were, air quotes, separated because right. I left. But it was the audacity and it was the 
well, if you wouldn't have left, I wouldn't have had to do that. The gaslighting. Literally. And I was like, you know, mentally, I was like, well, we can get through this. We were separated anyway. Mm-hmm. It's not that big of a deal. Um, shortly after that, he wanted to go to, um, you know, I had started school. Um, I was doing night classes. He worked during the day. So we weren't, the only interaction we really had was like 30 minutes a day, really. Mm-hmm. And it was just high bye at that mm-hmm. point. Um, KJ was seeing, was with a nanny for a good portion of that time oh, after I that. I do remember mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Wonderful lady. Mm-hmm. Absolutely wonderful. Taught him a lot. Um, and after that, you know, we weren't really interacting much at all. And he went to Maryland to air quote bonfire at a friend's house <coughs> when he uh, or yeah so he um calls me when he's on his way home and he tells me that he got an accident oh. and i was like what do you mean you got in an accident are you okay what's going on in my car because that's you know our only means of transportation mm-hmm. and um he He's like, yeah, I'm fine, but the car's really messed up. I called my insurance and had it towed back. It cost me a crap ton of money, but had it brought back to my house. Yeah. When I tell you he almost totaled our car, I mean that. He went to see a female that he had a relationship with in high school, something like that. Mm-hmm. And on his way back, he fell asleep driving. And um, he crashed our car into the median. Um, Messed up the whole front panel and the tire. Managed to... um, And what really gets me is he fell asleep with his arm out of the window. Mm -hmm. And so his arm scraped the median with the car. That is Um, crazy. He was lucky that he didn't lose he didn't his die, arm. first of all, or right. that he didn't lose his arm, but he managed to get the car from the median all the way across three or four lanes of of you know, Traffic. active driving yeah. to the shoulder and yeah. Wow. So there's that. Um then uh, when he got back that night sorry, the next morning he go he tells me this is probably like mid-February, end of February mm-hmm. time frame, he tells me that he doesn't want to be separated anymore and that he knows that he loves me and he doesn't know why he said that. Pretty much gaslighting me like, you're crazy, I never really said that. Yeah. Um, You know, here's... I, I didn't mean it. So, that was that. We were, it was... Okay. He did ask for more... Like, more freedom to do things. Like, be able to go out and do things. Which, at the time, I I thought it was really dumb. Because you just wrecked our car. And now I have to have it repaired. And we drive a rental and, you know, all this stuff. And it took about two weeks for us to get our car back. um, From the dealership. When they were fixing it. Mm -hmm. And, um... Yeah, so... There was that. And... Then we get to... April, when we become best friends. Um, 
<laughs> we talked about it, I think, in episode one or two. I think it's one. Um, yes, because we're introducing ourselves, right. um, how we became best friends. So mm-hmm. we alluded to there being other circumstances that led to us being friends. Right. And that's completely true. Um, right. We had got, me and my partner had gotten into a fight. Like a uh, yelling match. And it mostly happened because he likes to tell me things last minute. Um, like events and stuff. He waits until they're about to happen. Like the day of sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, to ask if he can go. Now this was, this was why we were in school together. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Just double checking. Yeah, friends. No, no, I'm saying like this was this happened on a school day. No. We were off. Cuz you picked me up and took me to school and you dropped me off at home. And then I came back to No. We weren't in class that night. I think we were on break because it was April. We might have been off for. Well, it was just the end of April. I don't know what we were doing then. We might have had class and I went home and. No, because this happened earlier in the night. So we had to have been you off. Didn't, you didn't call me until I had my PJs on in the middle of the night. Right. But that means we didn't. We wouldn't have had class because this happened earlier in the evening. Whenever I was trying to call and find out. Oh, you know what? I think this was um, during finals. I do remember this. This was during our final. Um, For and our class, we, yeah. we did it. And, and then because early. we did it and passed, we were out early. We were out early. Because mm-hmm. we could leave when we were done. Right. Um, and I we wanted to go early because, remember, at this time, I did not have a ride. Right. And so, and because of this argument and you leaving early, yeah, so that's what So happened. we had, we had my sister's white Durango, because that's what I was driving. Mm-hmm. And he had our car, mm-hmm. um, our Ford Escape. Mm-hmm. And we get in this argument, he tells me about a party, and he asks if he can go to the party. And I'm telling him how, like, I, yeah, because I had just got, I was like, I just got home from class. Like, the house is a mess. We need to clean up. I have to make dinner. And he's, like, arguing with me. And eventually, he brings up that whole, like, situation from January. Right? And he brings it up, but he's like, you know, I thought we worked past this. And I was, like, super confused because... I was just talking about cleaning up the house. Mm-hmm. Like, we hadn't lived there very long, and it was still a mess. Mm-hmm. There's still boxes and stuff we need to go through, and our room was a mess. Like, I was stressed out, mm-hmm. and he wasn't helping at all with that. And, um, you know, he storms out of the house, slams the door, knocks the, you know, those little um, things we had on the wall that had the candles in them mm-hmm. from the owner. Yeah, like, he knocked one of those off. Because he slammed the door so hard mm-hmm. when he was leaving. And originally he didn't know it at the time, but I had his location on Snapchat. 
and I followed his location through our town up and through the town you were in Mm -hmm. and then they got to where all those used car lots are Mm -hmm. and he turned his phone off Mm -hmm. excuse me he turned his location phone off Mm -hmm. and which he always claims even till today that he doesn't know how to do that full of shit okay so um he you know turns off his locations and i'm like one he left here angry and he had he had just recently gotten in that accident Mm -hmm. from maryland and i was like Mm -hmm. i really don't want him to be angry and driving like I just didn't want anything bad to happen to him. Mm-hmm. So I loaded up KJ, and that's where his last ping was, so that's where I was going. Mm-hmm. And I did. I went to where that lot was, and I see, like, a Mexican restaurant. There's a 7-Eleven on the corner, a bunch. And I mean, like, five or six used car lots in, like, right. the same area. Right. And then there's what? Is it a giant or a food lion up the, the street? The giant. And, like, I pull it's a, it's off a, into that yeah, it's parking a lot. It's a shopping center. It's a, right. like, strip mall, if you will. As so a that giant area is kind of congested, too. Right. And yeah. so I was like, okay, well, I can't find him. I can't find my car. I'm driving through that, um, those courts that are right there before, before that neighborhood where that laundromat is and mm-hmm. that what seems like a Hispanic nightclub or something yes, <laughs> right is. there. Is so it? much fun. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, like I'm driving through that area and I can't find him. I can't find my car. Um, he's not answering the phone anymore. So what you pretty do? Much, he pretty much blocked me, so I couldn't call him. Mm-hmm. So what would you do? I called the one person who I knew knew that town. All right. So we're going to pause it right there because <laughs> uh, I want to preface this. <laughs> I am the type of person. I am my mother child mm-hmm. the moment i put on pajamas i am going i am nowhere. not going anywhere mm-hmm. i do not get up i do not leave the house mm-hmm. i don't care who you are mm-hmm. the moment i put pajamas on i am not going anywhere so i'm laying up in in bed it's mm-hmm. probably like what eight nine o'clock hell way no. later than that it was the middle it of the was night. like it was like, like 10 10 almost 11 10 almost 11 yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was ready for bed. Mm-hmm. And I get this random ass phone call. And it's young I, te- I texted you first to you ask texted. if you were awake. Yeah. And and I didn't answer uh-uh. because I was trying to be <laughs> asleep. And then you called. And uh-huh. I was like, she doesn't t- first off, she never te- also I thought when you texted me you were asking like, Oh, are you gonna need a ride for you know Oh yeah. With something you can answer me in the morning. Right. Mm-hmm. And so when you called I was like Okay. This is clearly not. This is, what do you want? Yeah. So I answered it. Mm-hmm. And she told me the situation. Mm-hmm. And mind you, at this time in our relationship, we, we weren't close we weren't like that. Close like that. But I you picked were them up every day. Right. And we were talking. We would get to know each other. But we mm-hmm. weren't. We weren't best friends. We yet. weren't best friends. Uh-uh. And then. We were friendly acquaintances. You, right. <laughs> and then so when you picked up the phone mm-hmm. and you told me what was happening, clearly you needed help. Because you were telling me what what was yeah, up. Yeah, I was sharing that with you. And yeah. so I was like, literally, she was talking. She was like, so 
this is what happened. This is where where I'm at. This is his last swing. This is where I'm at. Like, can I come get you? Can you come help me? Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. My body said no, (laughs) but my mouth said yes. I don't know how. Um, How My mind was telling me no. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Mm -hmm. But I said yes. And then I was like, oh, crap. She's going to come here. Okay. So I get ready. Mm-hmm. Hop in her car, mm-hmm. and we go driving. Yep. And we go I'm looking. Driving around. I look at the ping. I know where the ping is. Mm-hmm. We don't see the car where the ping is. And like I said, it was like I six show her used sur- car lots right. in that whole area. And I show her surrounding neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. Yeah. But but you that was wi- that was the moment I realized. She, she must dro- mean a little more when to me you, than normal right, because when you, you dropped me, me out off, of bed. When uh-huh. you dropped me off that night. Mm-hmm. No, this is what it is. Too. <laughs> when you dropped me off that night, mm-hmm. not only did you, you know, did I willingly agree to do so, which yeah, shocking. Mm-hmm. But we also got Taco Bell. We sure and did. And also, during this whole time, we were also just talking. Yeah. I was about ju- I was Pretty much like, like you were word vomiting. You, you were word vomiting everything, everything that, that was went happening was happening. Yeah. But you being so vulnerable with me made me kind of word vomit the things that was happening with me with, and yeah. my time. Mm-hmm. So we were that's kind of where we bonded over. Yeah. So but yeah, continue your um, story. <laughs> yeah, so um I drop him off. Um now mind you this whole time I'm calling and I'm texting and at first, it was just out of genuinely being scared that he might get hurt. Right. Um, and then the next part of me, it, it turned to anger because how could you just leave and, like, leave in our car? Right. And mind you, I did have my sister's Durango, but it was just to help us with this weird schedule that we were dealing with until my birthday when we got, our, you know, the second car Your we had. Your second car, yeah. And, you know, I was just trying to, like... Like, how could you do this to me? Like, if you you said you wanted to work it out, we're working it out. But why are you acting like this? Like, I think you use this as a reason to go do things you shouldn't have been doing. Um, and, um, you know, I, I go, I drop you off. I go home. I put KJ to bed. Because, mind you, he was with me that whole time. He was asleep the mm-hmm. whole time. Because he fell asleep on the way to mm-hmm. where we were. And I think he woke up for five minutes. Yeah, and he literally he cried because he looked at me. Yeah, that's true. That was yes. you know what mm-hmm. I just thought of. Side note, sorry. Mm-hmm. He used to cry every time he looked at me, and now he cuddles you when you're upset. When I'm upset and mm-hmm. sick, so yeah, relationships can't <laughs> happen. Um, I uh, I I put KJ to bed. I lay down. I didn't sleep much because I was scared. Right. Um, it's probably like probably like 9 or 10 the next morning and I get a bunch of text messages all at one time. Then I get um, a bunch of like probably like 5 or 6 missed phone calls and then all of a sudden I hear the door open. My front door open. Excuse me. I hear my phone ringing and I answer my phone. And it's him. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, 
first I'm not really saying anything because, like, how could you disappear overnight? Right. In, like, this situation, I was so mad. And he goes, he was like, hey, I'm really sorry I went to that party and my phone died. My phone died. And then when I was looking for a charger. I had a party for a millennial, someone has a phone charger. Also, didn't you have a phone charger in, in my car? In my car that charged his phone the whole way to where he was going? Just saying. Yeah. Did I believe him? No. no. Um, But he, you know, oh, my phone died and I drank too much. I passed out on the couch. And then this morning um, I woke up and the people I went to the party with took me back to my car mm-hmm. and I'm on my way home. Now, from that phone call to when he walked in my door, an hour and a half. Now, from his last ping was 30 minutes. Because that's how far we lived anyway. Mm-hmm. An hour and a half? You went to a party an hour and a half away? No. If you went to Maryland, you should have just told me that. Right. Um, of course, suspicious. So, a few days later... Um, he's showing me something on his phone and a message comes through and he quickly you know like oh you know fumbles his phone and gets rid of the message so I did go and look at it only because I was suspicious you know you disappeared for hours that you went to quote some party and in this message I read I'm not going to say exactly what I read, but what I read involved a sexual encounter with somebody else. Mm -hmm. And this other party going into detail about the situation. And I can say in my mind that's when it started changing my feelings towards him my mindset towards him Mm -hmm. um but to read that was a gut punch because obviously in january while we were separated there was a random woman in my house but now we're in april and you tell me that we're working it out And you didn't want it and, you know, all this stuff. And I read messages in your phone of a sexual encounter while you were supposed to be at a, quote, party. And you were, quote, too drunk. And his response to me when I confronted him about it was, you already know. I can't do that stuff when I'm drunk. Yeah. So, and... And I'm going to be honest, I've been with him every time he's drunk. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. So at that time, I believed it because, oh, well, with me, when you were drunk, you weren't able to. So why would this time be any different? Mm-hmm. But I wasn't there to witness that you were actually drunk. Mm-hmm. I wasn't there to witness that you didn't actually put yourself in that situation. Right. 
and go through with it that you would feel quote too guilty to do that that's not true like you you probably did do it and what really got me was a few I want to say like a month or two later he got another message from this same person and she was trying to tell him how she thought she was pregnant I remember when you told me that like I said that had started shifting my mindset I don't understand I just wanted to finish nursing school because I wanted a career to provide for my son that if I had once I had finally had enough of this I would have a way to provide provide, without you know any kind of hindrance right um so that was the thing. Um, this kind of started after that, the year of me not looking at his phone. Um, it, shortly after that, it sounded like the ice maker. I, I don't know. know. What it was. Anyway, continue. Um, but shortly after that, I started, you know, school got insane. Yeah. Um, you know, we're chugging along, but school gets really intense. Clinicals are horrible. Um, the schedule is horrible. Um, I took that mental health break mm-hmm. in the fall of that year because between him and, and his schedule and, I and my feel like schedule. Outside looking in, that mental health break actually helped you guys a little bit. It did help us a little. And I say that because we had more time together. Right. I gave up what I was interested in. And what I was pursuing to give him my attention. Your attention. Mm -hmm. So, of course, it it seemed better and it was working out because I was putting myself away Mm -hmm. to, you know, take care of him Mm -hmm. and and our son. So, Mm -hmm. that was a thing. Um, Fast forward to Christmas time. And... It starts getting hairy again. Mm-hmm. January. I get... I'm just going to say that this is a very triggering and traumatizing situation. End of January. I get a knock on my front door. Let me go back. November. Got a message from somebody I didn't know. Yeah. Got a message from somebody I didn't know. Um. What is that word? She was trying to extort me for money. Yeah. She messaged me and said that she had been having a relationship slash whatever you want to call it with my partner and that if we didn't want her to call the authorities on him because he was in the service that she was will she wanted to know what I was willing to do to prevent her from doing that and at that moment I told her you do 
what you have to do, but I don't have anything to give you. Mm-hmm. We were struggling in mm-hmm. that house. I didn't have anything to give her. I couldn't even give her hopes and dreams at that point. Like, they were already in my rent money for the next month. Right. Like, I had nothing to give her. So that's November. January. At the end of January, I get a knock on my front door. And it's two detectives from NCIS. Not like the TV show. I definitely thought it was. When she was telling me the story, I definitely thought it was the TV show. No. Um, two female detectives um, from NCIS had knocked on my door. Um, one of my younger sisters and her daughter lived with me at the time. And she took my son and I stepped outside to talk to them. Um, I had been told by them that my partner was in an interrogation room, had been picked up from work and put in a room to talk to them about a, quote, disturbing phone call they had received from a person, didn't give me, obviously couldn't give me her name or anything, but told me it was a female from Florida, had, you know, called the Virginia branch of NCIS, I'm sorry, the Quantico branch of NCIS on my partner. Um, had told NCIS that he was um, pretty much talking inappropriately to someone he shouldn't have been. Now, when they did their investigation, they could not find such a woman. They couldn't find her. Um, She, or this person who had made the phone call, had left a fake name. They couldn't even subpoena her to come and testify about what she had called about. But for anyone who knows the military knows that committing such a, quote, crime, if you will, is enough for you to either take a plea or go to court-martial. And unfortunately, for myself, if you will, my partner hated being in the service. So he took the easy way out. And instead of fighting and proving that he did nothing wrong or that this person was wrong, um, he took their plea for a other than honorable and they removed him from service. And when I say removed him, I mean in two weeks time, we went from a, a steady household to nothing. No insurance, no income, no VA home benefits, no likelihood of him getting a steady job outside of the service because he took an other than honorable. That was the start of I need to find my exit. Um, 
that was in that was in mm, by the time he was out it was like I want to say like March or April by the time I he was graduated out in, I finished in April mm-hmm. graduated no, I graduated in April mm-hmm. I went in Crux in May you took your you graduated in June took NCLEX in August. So then it would have been around that Mar- time. March. Because I I no, had it was It was around that time. It, had it to was be sometime around, during yeah. that whole Because I didn't have an income. Right. I hadn't started working as a nurse yet. Right. And so I I did get a job who paid me I'd say right around the time I took my NCLEX. Um, oh, that the first rehab, right, um, right. in uh, in Fauquier County. Yeah. Um, but that first rehab, they had hired me before that? on my temporary. On your temporary. On the hopes time. of me getting. So then that was that was probably. I was there for two months, and I got hired down the street, in uh, Warrington. Right, I yeah. remember that. Yeah. yeah. So. Um, so but that's probably about May, June. Yeah. Um. It was my first job, and now, like I said, that we had no income mm-hmm. at all, him nor me. Um, I can't. I learned now that the Navy had overpaid us that month, that extra month, because mm-hmm. um, technically we weren't supposed to receive that, and they took it when he got a job this past year mm-hmm. or this past few months. Um. So yeah, but you, I had I had nothing. We we had nothing, right? Um, but he got what he wanted. He got out of the navy. Mm-hmm. Um, that was one of those moments where you were n- no longer thinking about us as a family. You were only thinking about yourself, right? And your unhappiness, right? And in that moment, I was like, "This isn't someone I, I'm, picturing a future with," because you were only thinking about yourself you didn't think about how it was could potentially have went because also mind you they gave him the option to think of which one he wanted to choose correct they said you can either take the plea which is get out on an other than honorable or you can go to trial what i'm saying is wasn't there like a little bit of like there Let was us no know time. by this time Mm-mm. or talk to your there wife was no at time. this time? Uh-uh. Um, the attorney had brought me into the office and was like, here's your choices. And then... So you were there and present for... I was there when the options were put out on the table. Okay. Then he told me... Um, then he said, I'm going to show the evidence they... And he, he put in quote, have against you. Um, but for that, wife, I need you to leave. Gotcha. So, what I had heard from the other detectives was there was, quote, pictures and messages, but based on what the attorney, like his JAG attorney had told him or showed him, and what he had told me without showing me, was that um, he, like the pictures they had didn't prove anything, the conversations didn't prove anything, they were just conversations and pictures um 
but that, you know, he, the way it looks, and the way it looks to the Navy, doesn't look good. Right. And, now mind you, a court-martial isn't just, it's not a group of your, or like, it's not a jury of peers. Mm -hmm. It's like a board of other military members. Mm Mm-hmm. Who also look at your record in the Navy. And His, like a negative five out of ten. He was not a good sailor. He wasn't, he didn't like go above and beyond. He didn't, you know, he didn't make rank when he was supposed to. You know, he, he barely did his job as he was supposed to. And he had quite a bit of, you know, DRBs, which are, you know, like, reprimands if you will mm-hmm. um you know he his stripes on his uniform were red because he was a problem mm-hmm. um and so it was just one of those things like he didn't look good on paper at all mm-hmm. and because he didn't look good on paper they would have walked into that court martial he would have been guilty and in prison by the time that whole situation was over mm-hmm. and that's just because he didn't look good Mm-hmm. And so him not looking good would have also made those conversations and pictures be something that they weren't. Right. So, you know, that was that was a, a thing. Right. But um it was it was then that we that I kind of started feeling differently about him and it kind of just went on from there. Um everything that he was doing was just so one-sided mm-hmm. like he really wasn't considering us at all mm-hmm. and that was a big deal because we've talked about it before i am selfless right. i will keep giving of myself until i have nothing mm-hmm. and that's what i was doing mm-hmm. um of course when he got out of the service he jeopardized our place of living mm-hmm. um and that kind of added to the pile of i can't trust you because I, it just clicked to me what you just said. <laughs> it it wouldn't have been such a big deal had he talked to me about it first, talked to us about it first, because he um this was so I was working. This was the next year because you moved in. Around Thanksgiving, in, I moved in after Thanksgiving. Uh, the yeah, the day uh-huh. after Thanksgiving, and then um, we moved. Or the, the weekend f- after Thanksgiving, and then we moved the following year. Yeah. Um. Like I wasn't even in the house for a full year. Yeah. No. Um. I get a message from the homeowner who had me on Facebook, and was like, "Hey, I'm sorry to hear." Sorry to hear that you guys aren't renewing your lease. Hold on. Before we get to that, uh-huh. let's preference. I moved in. Mm-hmm. And when I moved in, it was talked about, it was known mm-hmm. before I did move in that you guys said that you this wasn't your forever home. Right. And mm-hmm. I It wasn't intent to it, move eventually. It wasn't an intent to move eventually. Mm-hmm. There was talkings probably a little after Christmas, mm-hmm. probably January February ish, mm-hmm. where we were like, okay, 
let's put this in down into a plan. We had a family right. meeting, right. Um, a household meeting, and we said, hey, we're probably going to move. Like, we all three parties wants to move. Yeah. Let's do that within, two, I think we said two years. We yeah. give ourselves, like, two Cause years. Because we wanted to do our first renewal, like our life nursing license renewal. Right. At that place, North. we wanted to be a full nurse for a year. Yeah. Before um, we moved at on. Before we moved on to anywhere, just so we can have that experience. experience yeah. And we wanted to, mm-hmm. our second year, be able to spend, use that time to find a good place to go. Mm-hmm. And find out where we wanted to go. Because we did not have a, a place in mind for where no, we wanted to go or no anything. Idea. But we were just talking about it. So I get a message from the homeowner telling me, hey, I'm really sorry to hear you guys aren't renewing your lease. Um, just make sure you let the um, leasing office know and give notice. And I was so confused by what he said. And I was like... Who said we're not renewing the lease? He said, oh, I got a message from your husband saying that you guys weren't staying another year. And I was appalled because that wasn't what we talked about. At all. At all. But he he assumed that because he didn't have an income that we would be moving don't know where you're getting this. If one plus one is two, right. and two, two plus, plus two, two is four, four. then the what the fuck, fuck was that? that? Like, Literally, I felt, I, I that was, mm. that was, r- that was one, terrifying, because we no longer had an income. Like, you, you didn't have an income anymore. Right. I had just started working. Like, right. Hadn't, hadn't even been there a year yet. And, and also, and you, are jeopardizing where we're going to live. And to put that into perspective, this message that he sent the homeowner, he sent that message back in like May, like April, May. The homeowner screenshotted it and sent it. We found out that we had to leave in June. We found out the end of June, beginning of July. Mm -hmm. And because we had to find a house for July to sign the for lease uh, yeah, by the no, no no we had to so we found out the beginning of July uh-huh. we had to find a house and jobs and jobs by August because we had to move move and September, be out by September, September by the end of September yeah that was that was terrifying yeah. especially for me you know, mind still, you I'm still in debt because <laughs> of that <laughs> but um <laughs> For me, going into this household situation, this is this was the first time that I had roommates, really. Mm-hmm. And so, like to me, this is like stuff you hear on TV. Right. I I remember. I remember that night when I <laughs> I was I think I was at work, and um. I get a text message on the way home from work, and you told me, hey, we need to have, a, like, an emergency family meeting yeah. as soon as you get home. And I get home, and I see you guys there. I'm like, what? And you told me I was in tears. Yeah, because you were at the family practice. Right. And you had a steady schedule, a steady commute. You had a steady everything. It was you good. You had a good income, good insurance, 
like, like I had a good building block yes for what I wanted to right. do with my career yeah and it changed everything we um you got the job pretty much where we are right now right where we both work right now right I worked at another nursing home but we were driving back and forth an hour hour and a half commute and while trying to move and all the it just it was a lot of extra stress for no reason at all. It could have been avoided. No reason at all. So then we moved here, where we are now. And it like feels. Oh, sorry. Okay, ow. It oh my God. Fe- it feels normal. It feels okay. But when he. We had an agreement originally that when his contract, his actual contract, was over, that he could take a year off. And mm-hmm. I would focus on nursing, and he would focus on being a dad. And that worked for us at first. Mm-hmm. But because of how he got out, it didn't really work for us. It wasn't a, oh, you can take a year off because you earned it. It was... Well, I'm actually too scared to see you apply for jobs because of your type of discharge from the military. Right. And he did try, like, one or two, and then he never heard back from them. Like, at all. Um, <laughs> so that was a thing. And then, so his year turned into... Two? Three? Two years? Something like that? Two and a half. Um, until this past spring when he got a job um <laughs> we'll say probably like christmas time he started acting funny again and it's always the same time of year i think it's seasonal depression at this point right um with rash decisions right um but it's christmas time and he's not really i mean he's interacting but he's not and January comes around, and he's interacting less. And then we talk about, it's probably like the end of January, and he brings up somebody that he met. And I was kind of shocked, but not really, because of how he was acting. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's telling me about her. And how awesome she is and how wonderful she is and how he really likes her and it was hard to hear um I need to look at something really quick um but yeah it was just you know really hard to Mm -hmm listen to um mostly because we've been down this road many times before now when he was telling you about this person did you feel like something was different was that it was were you thinking in your head like oh this is the moment this is the moment that i kind of hope we can like i can i can kind of get out of here not necessarily Mm -hmm. because likes things that move and breathe um 
there's no it's she was giving him attention that I just wasn't giving mm-hmm. and I wasn't giving it on purpose mm-hmm. um, was I trying to push him away not necessarily it was more like please open your eyes and please get I it together like yeah yeah like please get it together and I'm independent I want I want I'm not asking a lot but there are three adults and a child living in the same household. I should not be carrying the weight of two people. We. Well, pause that. You should not be carrying the weight of two people. I should not be carrying the weight of um. anyone because I'm. Uh, right. But I'm not saying. You contribute to the household. I contribute what I need but to. But you're in addition to my family. Right. Like the household with if you weren't in it i shouldn't be doing for all of us like you should be helping me and you're not working i work full full time right and at one point i had two nursing jobs right working full full time i should not be taking care of the house by myself right i mean i know i'm a rock star but come on now it was just getting to the point where this is too much like i am carrying the weight of everybody and it is wearing me out right and work was is but was really stressful at that point and i'm like what is going on well then um we get close to valentine's day Mm -hmm. and i i'm telling him about a trip that i'm planning for our anniversary how I picked a hotel that had a hot tub because that's one of his favorite things Mm -hmm. and how I wanted to go axe throwing Mm -hmm. and you know he at first he like hesitates and he's like well maybe we should just be putting that money aside for something else and I get really confused because I'm like I've been putting money aside to do this like to get like for us to have a weekend mm-hmm. getaway for our anniversary. We haven't had one ever. Right. You know, like, I have the means now. I you have you the know, babysitter. I have the sitter. It's <laughs> It was just up the street, you know, like, we weren't going anywhere crazy. Um, you know, and so then, like, a few days before Valentine's Day, um, he pretty much gets me the same thing every Valentine's Day. And for chocolate a l- and bear. Chocolate, a bear. Yeah, my favorite drink. Right. Whatever. You Maybe know. flowers. If the store has them. Right. <coughs> and and I'm gonna be honest, I I'm not a fancy person. You're not. I'm really not. I'm about as laid back as you can go. Right. You could have got me a pair of socks and said we were watching movies all day. Perfect. And that would have been satisfying for me. Right. Um, he used to get me jewelry mm-hmm. all the time. I can honestly say in the almost nine years we've been to- together or would have been together, I've never worn a piece of that jewelry. Right. Mostly because he forgets I got a fat neck. Okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> Not sis with the fat neck. So, <coughs> you know, he would buy like the really thin, like short chains. Short yeah. I can't wear them. Do I have all of those pieces? Oh, yeah. I still have them all. And I still appreciate that he got them for me. But I could never wear them. Right. 
Um, but I've never been that kind of person. I did beg, though, for anyone who didn't know, I've never had a legit wedding ring or band or anything. Sure. Not that that's a big deal, but I would just wear silicone. And it was mostly because at work, I wouldn't want it to get messed up anyways. Because there are some days I have to do some dirty things <laughs> to help residents. And I didn't want that to get ruined. So mm. it's not that that was necessarily a priority, but I did mention as something I wanted for a long time. And it literally just went over his head. But um, I he asked me... I asked him if he what he how much he was going to need to do Valentine's Day. Now I'm also a firm believer that you should be celebrating your partner year round, not just for Valentine's Day. That spark left a long time ago. And <laughs> um he said I don't I don't think we should do Valentine's Day this year. Wow. And I was like, oh, okay. And then he tried to quickly cover it up with, maybe we should just save that money for our trip in April. And I was like, I mean, I still got it. Like, that won't matter. Just tell me how much you need. Oh, I, I really don't think we should do Valentine's Day this year. And I was like, I mean... Uh, okay if that's what you want fine um and then four days later um I I asked him to just be honest with me and tell me what was going on and we were about to leave to go to Yeah. Target. And Arby's. Yeah. yeah. So we were getting ready to leave and he stopped me and he was like, hey, can we talk? And I was like, yeah, sure. Um, you took KJ and distracted him so we could have a conversation. Right. And he just comes right out and <laughs> says, I want to end on great terms. And of course I was like, huh? Like, what What does that mean exactly? Like, what does that look like? And he was like, I just want to end on great terms. I don't want this to turn into anything nasty. And I don't want it to turn into this war between us. But I want to end on great terms. Okay. Well, you know, I'll look into it and see what we need to do and you know, what is going on, and, um, you know, we'll just, we'll go from there. Well, Virginia has no separation agreement or no whatever. You have to live separate for a year. Well, that's impossible when the person who's asking for a divorce has not a thing to give, not a place to go, not a a car to drive, not a job to make money, nothing. 
and um I was like okay well then you know we'll we'll start figuring out the details and like what we need or what you need to do whatever but um that happened in February and I told my dad I was going to talk about this because we connect differently with music mm-hmm. um, in April um, one of our favorite rappers dropped a new album um, NF dropped his album Hope and I encourage anyone to go listen to that album just really him in general now here let me let me put a little <laughs> disclaimer out there if you're honestly and I'm being I know I could be funny sometimes but I'm being totally honest right now if you're not wanting to look at yourself in the mirror when listening to these songs don't go listen to them because <laughs> his pu- music honestly puts a mirror in front of you and yeah. it, it, it the lyrics make you the lyrics and the storytelling of his life Honestly, it it can go right. to anybody in any situation, and it can really make you look in the mirror. Right. And you might not like what you see. You will, I promise you will so not like what you see. Just be careful if you go listen to it. 10 out of 10 recommend. But just um, putting a disclaimer out there. There's three songs on that album that, like, gut punch me. Uh, the first one is Hope, like the mainliner of the album. And that one made me realize my age like I'm almost 30 um, and how much time I have spent in this relationship and how much how much it took out of me mm-hmm. and I won't say it was wasted time because I did learn what I don't deserve mm-hmm. <laughs> in that relationship um, but you know, hope showed me like how much time I had wasted. Mm-hmm. Not wasted, but spent. Running was he talks about he one of the lines that really gets me is haven't I sacrificed enough for you? And I'm gonna cry. Because it's haven't I? I've given you everything. Mm-hmm. Everything you ever wanted, could have asked for. Um, I've waited on you hand and foot. You watch that. That is still something that's really hard for me to turn off. I serve both of you like I am last place. You know? And, you know, like, talks about you know how he you know like what if he said goodbye and they weren't there anymore what what would that look like um you know it just that song really 
really gets me. Um, and then the last song, uh, Happy. That one, that one's a, that was a kick to my stomach because he, he literally talks about, he pretty much is talking about how, like, what I know what I would look like. Do I know what I would look like if I was truly happy? No, not really. Because I've put... I've put on this fake front of being happy for a long time. I didn't want to face anybody. I pulled myself away. I didn't see my family as much. Because um, if it's one thing my parents know, my mom can look at me and literally just call me on my bullshit. I mean, you say you're fine, but you don't look it. My mom, my dad, hugs me. And he knows. So, you know, it's just one of those things like, I've been through a lot of shit. A lot of emotional roller coaster a lot of feeling like am I why am I not good enough but I think that ha like obviously that's drastically changed but for a long time like I that's how I saw myself because you just keep doing this to me. And it's not so much you keep doing it, but why do I keep letting you do it? Because yeah. at this point, it's not its not just that you're doing it, but that I am allowing it. There was once when I moved to my first apartment that I packed up all of his stuff down to the last sock, down to the last blouse and strap, and took it in the trunk of my car to the pier and I called his phone and I told him to come get his stuff out of my car that I wanted nothing to do with him anymore because of what he, you know the talking to other people and how just I couldn't believe he was doing that to me and his senior chief called me was like I don't know what you did to him but y'all need to stop doing this and stop, you know, acting a fool. And, uh, you know, I tell her, her, what he did. And she was like, he's young and dumb. Just give him another chance. And I hear, I hear him in the background and he is like losing his mind, crying. And, you know, he's really upset, but I believed him. I believed him when he was crying and upset. In front of those people at work. Because. He doesn't cry. He doesn't act like that. But he's acting like that because I'm leaving him. Oh he must. He must really love me. What? No. No. 
but that's what I know now. Mm-hmm. But at that time, I was, you know, just, oh my gosh, he must really love me. Yeah. But um, but I've been through a lot with him, and I'm not sharing this story because I expect him to hear it and it magically click in his brain. I'm sharing this from my perspective, from my experience, not for any kind of backlash or targeting or anything towards him. Right. Because right now... Because something that I, I usually, every time me and you talk about the situation, I always make a point to say this to you mm-hmm. as well as to whoever's listening and whoever we're talking about mm-hmm. this this person is a great man this person is a great father yes in my personal opinion and this is just my opinion he's not good with relationships but honestly as long as he's a great father and he continues to be a respectful man around the house right there's no issue. Right. There's no ill will. And we do we have a we have a good friendship. But as for being married, it's we not cannot be right. married anymore. Right. We just can't. Right. And up until then, if anyone had mentioned divorce, I, w- I would freak out. Would have freaked out with it. But when he asked deep down, it was like Thank you for having the balls to say it. Because I didn't. Because I would have stuck it out. Right. Until it killed me. Right. And once again, that goes to our last episode about having those expectations. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Um, I, I totally get I it. I just. I. it It's just been really hard. Like yeah. that's. I wouldn't have. I tell you this all the time. I can't imagine being someone's ex-wife. Right. That's weird. Right. And here you are. And as of right now, even though, yes, we will be getting a divorce, he will continue to be in our household until he's stable enough to not be. Right. And it's that way because that's what's best for our kids. Right. That's what matters And he just, our child deserves both parents. You know, I was... I'm a child of divorce, or from divorced parents, and I remember the times of my dad, like, dropping us back off with my mom, and me throwing fits, because I didn't want to go with my mom, I wanted to be with my dad, mm-hmm. and I was too young to understand at the time why that was a thing, but now that I'm older and I am currently living through that situation, I I know that eventually my son will understand what's happening and, you know, what's going on. Right. Um, but I'm not, I'm not going to force him to live my trauma. Right. Or relive my trauma. Right. And um, that's what works for our household. Right. Does it work for everyone? No. No. Do I agree with anyone who, you know, especially, like, domestic violence situations or anything like that? Like, no, please, go. 
Um, but as of right now, we are great friends. We just can't be married anymore. Mm. And yes, I did cry, but I'm absolutely okay with that. Right. And I do want to say last thing. <laughs> Thank you for sharing your story, first off, because I know that that was very hard for you to do. Um, but I, I definitely think that there's a lot of people going through similar situations, especially with people our age going mm-hmm. through similar situations. So I definitely think that that could help. But also, I think it should be a reminder of for you to think about you know when you were going through all of that did you think you would be where you are now so then just imagine in a couple years how you would be right everything happens for a reason oh yeah absolutely and it'll all work and out it, things lined up how it'll they did because of right yeah so it'll all work out so we'll be okay yeah because you got me <laughs> by your side wait we I'm gotta do I'm peeks not, and pricks i'm not doing anything you gotta do peeks and pricks you first why do i always have to go first because mine's is easy my pit is you got your teeth taken out. i got my teeth taken out and it hurt <laughs> for my peak I'll go first. I so got to miss <laughs> days of work because <laughs> I got my teeth taken out and um, they hurt. My peak is um, reviewing the analytics for the podcast. Ah, uh, that was a peak. Um, and like learning, you know, how many lovely ears were killing with our voices. Um. Or not killing if you're listening to the first episode. (laughs) (laughs) I'm never going to let myself live that down. Um, But uh, a pit would be... Is there a pit? Do I have a pit? Work. (laughs) Work's always my pit. You you missed me at work today. That was a pit. Fuck off. (laughs) <laughs> because you left us with a what should be eight versus not that you yourself did it because you're not three people but I was not the only one who five was there. Not my fault. Five nurses. Not my fault. Four nurses, one per floor not my and fault. one house float. Not my fault. And that poor nurse gets twenty nine residents to herself. And if I would have went if I would have went in I would have had 34 residents to myself, plus how? an aching mouth. <laughs> how would you, you have really had that think, many? Because you know how I am with people doing, you know how I am. Not with who was house floating. You would have been happy, and she would have taken them. No, she wouldn't have. No, she wouldn't have. But I would have been mad, and I would have had an attitude at everyone. <laughs> including residents. The number one thing they tell you is if you're not going to be able to be beneficial to your residents, do not come in. <laughs> well, guess what? I chose not to come Fine. in. I would I wouldn't have been beneficial with them. Fine. But yeah, so that I guess that was my pit. But it really wasn't horrible. It was just you know. Just bad. What are you doing? It was just really bad. Okay. 
It wasn't horrible. It was just really bad. Um, so with that being said, if you made it this far, oh my God, this we is love a long you. one. Yeah, thank you for listening. Um, absolutely, thank you for listening. Continue to for listen. Experience or I guess not really experiencing. Please don't experience that. Um, but thank you for listening, listening to my. Because that was a story. Situation. Um, but no, thank you for listening. Please continue to listen. Share, rate, comment. Yes, let your please. friends know. All of the above. We are, Remember, we're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all the major podcast platforms. Please yep. listen. Um, and yeah, so with that being said. Let's I listen. hope you guys have a great week. Oh, please do. You deserve it. Um, love you. See you. Bye. Love you. See you. Bye.